So have you had that beer? I haven't. I was just telling him I want to try it. Is and it so good? It's, it's, so yeah, it's it, expensive at Jewel. In retrospect, but when Ross is buying, it's it's fair no expense. It is cheap. I'm still happy with it, but yeah. it is not as good as the first time I had it. Oh, I, well, this is my first time having it. But I like it. it. First oh, time's always the best, nice. Steve. First time's, the first time's the best. always the best, Steve. What kind of beer is it? I've never been able to understand it's, what it's kind of... Let's think about Logan. An Jason. IPA. Like you can never figure out what their beers are by reading their cans. You might want to be on mic because well, we're, well, I didn't realize we're kind yeah. of... I'm on mic. The 12th rolling slowly. of never... Is this a Christmas Move your beer? Mu- move your mouth. Move no, your I mouth. don't read the uh, read the beer. What does it say? Because I didn't get it either. Like, is it is it a special thing? You know how it is. What picture. would you have done? I would have, oh. and then I did. Yes. No okay. fear. So, so I say right. So what I think, what I okay. took from what I remember from what I when I first read this thing was, um, they said they would never can a beer. Canning beer is not the right thing to do. We'll be the last company to can a beer uh, and it'll be the 12th of never before we that you're right and so this is their canned beer they talk about it in more detail here so the beer itself is a hop forward moderately voiced pale cold slightly alcoholic bitter Luganese is so pretentious in there. <laughs> slightly <laughs> alcoholic just yeah. slightly and they, yeah, and it's all about like as the river sticks froze and the final pig took flight when the last winged monkey departed the darkly fragrant Netherlands as wishes became horses and okay. all the beggars rode. Okay. So, yeah, they're talking about how they finally brewed a beer. Well, That's you, not pretentious. That doesn't sound Logan right. Logan is so pretentious. <laughs> you paid too much for that copywriter. All those guys, like, I, like, you show me a humble. Microbrewer, and I'll show you a guy that's never sold more than four beers. <laughs> like they're the biggest, and they always have beards. They always have tattoos. They always like, well, I had a punk band. Like they're always quoting, uh, you know, who's the guy who wrote on the road again? Jack Kerouac. Yeah, yeah, the guy sucked. Yeah, they're so. It was just some amphetamine drug fueled bullshit. It's it is very. It's funny. Like it's. Have you ever read it? It's very hard to. It's very much in the context of the time, and it is. I I agree with Gavin, and it's. It's sort of like. Have you ever watched Lenny Bruce's stand up? Yeah. Like everyone talks about how amazing it is, and you watch it like this is. The most unlistenable. This is like my dad <laughs> reading the newspaper. I mean, like this is unlistenable. <laughs> but at the time, it was like groundbreaking. And but you can't get your head to where it needs to be for when his audience saw it. It's the time, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, totally yeah, yeah. the time. Yeah. The twelfth right. of never is apparently a song, also. So that might be part of. I it. didn't know that. Johnny Mathis. Never heard of him. Johnny Mathis. Oh yeah. Are you serious? You've never heard of Johnny? Have you ever Mathis? listened to a Christmas song before? Any uh, Christmas song. Johnny yeah. Mathis wrote like every Christmas song. Well, right. he started as like a weird crooner, yeah, and then he. It's isn't that weird? Like those guys who just became holiday artists. Like yes, uh, what was his name? Perry Who's Cuomo. Perry Cuomo <laughs> became a holiday artist, <laughs> I and I feel Mariah Carey is on that decision. Oh, totally oh, yeah. where Do I just become a holiday artist? Like, what do I? What I don't do I think. Do here? No, that's been decided for her. And that's you think she is a holiday artist <laughs> now? Yes. Yeah, but yeah, you it, don't make that decision. You're on your what own. a weird. And it's Not funny, anymore. like back in the day, like. I I sort of hate Spotify 
because when you put it on random, you realize how much shit your favorite artist put out. Like there's all these live albums, all these like like Bob Dylan has a holiday album that you'll run into on Spotify. No way. Oh yeah, oh yeah, and it's it, it is actually kind of hilarious because like jingle bell, jingle bell, jingle bell. <laughs> like he just does it straight up. That's horrible. Yeah. Um, who is that real British hip dude? Who's who's called the Jesus of hip? Uh, Nick Lowe is it Nick Lowe? I think his name is Nick. Lowe. I have never heard him refer. He's called the to Jesus that, of Hip. But... So he was like one of the early new wave guys. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. And he has a holiday album, and he like on Spotify. One of the Does things. Does Iggy they're... Pop have a holiday? Album? Maybe. I hope not. One of the things that Spotify is atrocious is about is if you're on an album where the artist gives a long intro, that's a track. Yes. But then you never hear the actual song after because <laughs> it's on random. <laughs> so you just hear him like, well, I was in Heathrow Airport and I was thinking about how chaotic the world had become and I'm trying to get on Wi-Fi. And anyways, I I just wanted to be home for Christmas. And then it just goes to like a post <laughs> oh, song. Like, no, but no, no, it doesn't because you're on random and it's a separate track. It doesn't even go to what he's fucking introing. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm a real wild one, wild one. <laughs> Well, it, it's probably a good enough time to launch into this. We are the Worldwide IT Guys. Uh, this is podcast number 61, and um, I am Steve. I'm Dion. I am Dan. John. I'm Sean. Gavin. Ross. Elisa. Ooh, full house today. From afar, Elisa. we have Ross and Elisa in the room. Um, and we, again, are the Worldwide IT Guys. Thanks very much for joining us. Uh, so I wasn't around last week and didn't have the opportunity to talk about the the, the wonderful Cubs win, Oof. which I would have enjoyed having the opportunity to talk about. Um, however, I I am here now, yes. and it is the day after Ohio the got its revenge. Ohio got its revenge. Wait, Karma wait, is a bitch. <laughs> Why don't we rewind to the fact that yeah. the or, or or you could look at it as oh, the, Rick right, the Ricketts right. family got both victories. You guys, oh, that way. Yeah, yeah. you know, they're two for so, two. So you got you guys were pre Cubs victory when yes, you yes last week. Yeah, we were. You were yeah, on your way to we were the, the seventh of. game. Yeah. yeah, so there should yeah. be that's a, right. At least a moment of jubilation and excitement for a hundred and eight years and like the world. I don't know if I can talk about the world has. Come to an end. Helen's <laughs> <laughs> frozen sure. over. You need to go much. through a lot of uh, yeah, yeah. Let's relive the pain of the the know. Indians fan in the room, the lifelong <laughs> Indians fan in the room who's watched them do three World Series collapses. Oh yeah. God! Yeah, let's revisit that and then pay homage to. I will say this. I will say the Cleveland Indians are the Democratic Party of baseball. <laughs> oh, <fuck. laughs> At least they today. know how to like. Take Lose a beating, surefire. Yeah. <laughs> Snatching victory from the jaws yeah. of defeat. <laughs> Just when they thought it was locked up, they fucked that shit up. Yeah. Yeah, perfect. Um, so congratulations to the Cubs, the fans of the Cubs, and next. Yeah, yeah. yeah it it was, thanks uh, very much, Sox yeah, fan. Thanks. <laughs> it, it, it was uh, pretty awesome to watch. It was. Very, sure I, it I took was. a sick day on Thursday. Like, so I mean, it was a great game. Yeah, the city was electric, and yeah. it was just. It was a really. It was one of those cool feelings where everyone's so, kind of buzzing. Of Gavin was there. Gavin yeah. was in the crowd. So I. Tell us about it, Gavin. I wasn't there. Um, I, I was in New York, and everybody in New York was saying to me, "You know, oh my God, you should be in Chicago with your yeah. people, and what's going on? How are you going to deal with this?" And I had a great time, okay? Nobody should be worried about me having a good time. Yeah. And, and frankly, 
I, I believe, uh, Sean, you may have said, I can't wait for the Cubs to win because they're going to burn Wrigley down. Yeah. <laughs> and it, it seemed relatively sane. There may have been some, you know, like it, some guy it, was, it was carrying crazy, a light but they pole were mostly, down the they street. Were, they were better behaved than I thought. We I, didn't I, hear I, I about. I think the fact that it was a road game helped. And yeah. We they, didn't hear they, about cars being flipped yeah. They said that last night on Jimmy the Fallon. The same amount of people. The were, hour long, like the rain delay helped. The extra, I, I think it all and and they were well behaved. Like credit to the Cubs fans. You it know? was um, it, no no no. It was a suspenseful game. Yeah, there was it was drawn out. It got late. People got extra intoxicated. Yeah, there was huge potential for mass destruction. Insanity. It yeah. didn't happen. Everybody was super happy, and the happiness carried them over the fact that they wanted to destroy things. And I'm that's good. Like I'm happy. Like I think it was awesome. And, and the police presence I was, was, there. was enormous. Oh, it was too. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it was enormous. It was ridiculous. Yeah. Gavin, can you talk to? The oh yeah, no, yeah. they did a really great job. Yeah. And part of what they did was like in front of the marquee is they kind of like sectioned people off so there wasn't any too big of a block of crowd. So like they had the whole marquee area like divided into like little pie slices. And uh, but you know the fans were great. They were like high fiving the cops and you know whatever. They were some of them got on cars and that was probably the only destruction that I really saw. But everyone was just in an amazing mood, so it was a lot of fun. I, I walked it over cool. as soon as the game ended, and like as soon as I walked into the street, it was just like a river of people heading north towards the crowd. And I'm like about a half a mile, a couple major city blocks away. So it took me about 15 minutes to walk up there, and then another half an hour to get from outside the stadium to the very center of the of the marquee so it was cool very cool to the marquee you, i mean you didn't get like they didn't open the doors and let people oh hell the no stadium. absolutely yeah, not yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> some fans have scaled, you read the, the the climb that wrigleyville boys town crime blotter is always mm -hmm. funny and they're like tell wrigley security they got about 15 people running on the field yeah. don't know how they got in there <laughs> <laughs> well you know it's funny so so my mom um is uh, a bit old at this point um and my mom's stories, she was a huge Cub fan growing up. She lived a couple of blocks away from Wrigley. And her stories are of growing up, climbing the wall mm -hmm. to watch the games. Sure. And she and her friends would all jump the wall. And then, like, the whole goal was to climb the wall as a group. So they can't get all <laughs> in. Get in. Yeah. And scatter as yeah, fast as yeah, they yeah, could yeah, yeah. and not get caught. And, you know, she as she puts it like you know she would get in and she would be scrambling and she would find a spot and she would look back and her older brother <laughs> who wasn't as quite athletic as she mm -hmm. was would be having trouble and be getting caught and she would like bolt through and save his ass and then she would get kicked out because <laughs> she was just saving his ass yeah, yeah, but yeah. that was my mom's story growing up climbing the wall and getting into Wrigley and so for her for me this was like Winning the World Series, you know, she went through all of these years of futility and not delivering. And to have her actually see this happen was amazing. Mm -hmm. Amazing. Yeah. And, you know, the stories of the guy who was the uh, the, the guy who, like, went to his dad's grave site mm. oh, and yeah. listened yeah. to the seventh game with his drink. Because he had a promise. He promised he, he would watch. He hundreds of miles to yeah. go to the gravesite with his dad and, and listen over battery and, and yeah. light flashlight. And All of these stories amazing. of people who've been through this with their families. You you got to watch the game with your dad. Yes. Yeah. So, you know, Dan cool. has, you know, a story where he was there with his dad doing it. So 
bless the Cub fans, bless the kingdom, and just don't lose the friendliness of the friendly confines. Don't but, become assholes over this. That's with, all I say. But with everything, there is a price. <laughs> so speaking of, of assholes, uh, there was one funny moment where, you know, the police were doing a great job, but there were times when they would the crowd would overrun certain areas. And when I got home, I was listening to the police scanner, as I do sometimes, and, like, there was one funny open key moment where a cop was mumbling to someone else, like, you know, fuck this. I'll take the south side over this any day. I heard that. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> <laughs> they were getting frustrated. There was obviously. like one sequence they go like, uh, they're like, dispatch to police. We have a man on a on a street street lamp. Dispatch to EMS. Man fell off. Yeah. <laughs> like, like a lot of like, things like that, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Man up, man down. Yeah. You can relate to street lamps. With, with, yeah. Withdraw, yeah. no problem. Yeah. <laughs> He's dead, Jim. Yeah. Uh, so that so that was last week, and li- literally a week ago today that happened, um, and other things have happened over the course of time. Nothing. We, Nothing's we had, happened. I don't know. We had the FBI like presenting <sighs> issues with some email thing, and then and then saying, "Well, it's not really a big <clears throat> deal." Just like later saying, "No big deal." Yes. JK. And then there may have been some election thing that happened, and it's now Wednesday, and we have we have a president what, elect. It's what the there, of never. There is so somebody tweeted. Um, nine eleven, and eleven nine. Oh wow! <laughs> wow, that's pretty morbid. That's pretty bad. <laughs> Are you talking about the stock market crash? Because <laughs> immediately after whatever happened happened, that was like the lowest like single day um, dip since nine eleven. There was a negative right? connotation with both numbers, but okay. essentially there was a nine eleven eleven nine reference and. I, I would of, say uh, oh, uh, not nearly as bad as 9-11, but a similar negative attitude almost I think globally. of 9-11 as the day the country became itself and really, like, fulfilled its real full realization. We were, um, yeah. We so had, yeah, yeah. Nine, days like in the, history. The we date never, we went backwards. We had never joined together <clears throat> since World War II like we did on 9-11. Yeah. The, the country was amazing. And then we went to war against people and who we didn't need to go to war against. Are you projecting another war? That's yes. No, 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 <laughs> so. no, no. I was going to go with the positive spin of it because, frankly, 9-11 was, was the worst day since the World War II. Since so Donald Trump was elected president of the United States. God last damn it. God. Don't say that shit. And, and I was. And, I, and so here's here's my night. You guys can talk about your night. You my night at was. No, no, no. My night was I, I tuned in. So my wife and son went off. They had something to do. And I tuned in. Jen literally said, I'm not watching. I don't care. She tuned out of Facebook yesterday. That's early morning. And said, I'm out, I'm offline. I'm going to let whatever happens happen. Smart. I tuned in. I don't know what time it was. Seven-ish. 7.15-ish. And I'm uh, central time. So 8 o'clock Eastern. And I'm watching all this and seeing where it's going. And one of our cohorts, like, chimes in and goes, are you watching this shit show? And, and it, it, it kind of went from there. And when my wife and son got back... Uh, as they were 
on the way back, I said, so what do you want to do? Because I got to do something because I'm not watching this. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm done with what's going on in this whole thing. And so we did, you know, we watched some of the Saturday Night Live from this weekend and we, we did other things. And uh, uh, then it was, you know, all right, I'm going to tune out, but I'm not going to tune out. I'm going to see where we are. And it was clear where this was going. And I went to sleep early, probably 10, 15, 10, 30-ish. I mm. went to sleep. And I had the worst night's sleep of my life. Yeah, I slept really poorly, too. I, I woke up constantly. I remember getting up at 1-ish. I remember getting up at 2-ish. I remember getting up at 2.45-ish. The last time I remember getting up and looking at the clock and consciously thinking about it, it was about 3.20 in the morning, and I have been awake since. I have not. I never went back to sleep at 3.20 in the morning, and it was because of all of this anxiety yeah. about what's going on. But guess what? That was my night. I lived through it, and at about 7-ish, no, it was before that, 6.30, 6.45, I said, hey, this is our future. This is where we're going. And this is what the American people have said. And I might not agree with it, but now i got to find a way to work within this. And I have to now trust that the government that was set up years ago by our forefathers and evolved a bit since is there to support mm. the crazy that goes on. <laughs> right? Right? Yeah. Sure. <clears throat> I don't know. See, I feel the government was essentially set up to protect slavery. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it really was. The three-fifths compromise. I mean, yep. the electoral college was set up with the math that helped the rural America so much. Our, our first 15 presidents were white southern slave owners when the first northerner was elected the south killed almost a million people trying to become their own country like i i feel but can i can i just can i put a, a man it was going so positive for a minute there yeah <laughs> I thanks sean desperately to make sure that we didn't go off the rails too yeah. quickly there's no can i off just the rails america's off the rails no 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 can, well, well, i'm with you steve point, I'm, I'm feeling this so so my 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 point here is yes we now have, and frankly, one side of this party with a crazy at the helm yep. is, which who knows what he is. Fully loaded is. with a Congress, a House, and one ready to side stack a Supreme Court. is now Go. in control yep. of mm -hmm. this and has an opportunity to put all these Supreme Court justices <clears throat> in place, yada, yada, yada. So the, the system with the checks and the balances that theoretically are in place right. to protect all of this for the next two years is one-sided. Totally one-sided. Run the gambit. Right? Yep. That's how much our government gives. That's how much our system gives. And that and, was... And this is my... This is my um, uh, utopian view of this, okay? This two years... You can be as out of control as you want to go if you guys can coordinate and make it happen for two years and do some shit. Do that shit. But 
the people have an opportunity in two years to rein that back in. I, so I, I did I did raise that with <laughs> our team yeah. today, and I thought the the most brilliant quote, as it normally comes from Doric, was, <laughs> you know, Brexit was the stupidest thing, the most destructive thing we'd ever done, quote Britain. And then USA says, hold my drink, and here we go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Dora comes back with, yeah, but it, in the most worst factor in eight years, you get to reload. We're locked in for life, yeah, yeah, bastards. Like we're well, they need Brexit another is referendum done. Or, but I, and so I, I agree with what you're saying, Steve. I, my problem is, I think our system of <clears throat> government, like the way it it, like we've now had two elections in 15 years where the popular vote has lost, and I think this it's called first past the poll. That's yeah. the kind of election we do. Yeah. Donald Trump is going to be. Did she a, win the popular yes. vote? Yes, she won the. It just she, came out. She wasn't. <coughs> she won by two percentage points. Okay. Yep. So, and, and not not a a huge margin, no. of course, no. but this this system of government that we have, which is in mathematics, they call it first past the poll, where you have a guy or a girl. Well, always been a guy in our case, <laughs> who becomes president that only a little bit over thirty percent of Americans voted. It's just, I, I feel our system of government is set up. The good is, luckily, in terms of legislation, he can't do a lot because our system of government is set up like this. But the bad is, <laughs> I feel we, you know, we have all these major problems, you know, global warming, we, we, you know, and nothing ever gets solved. And, and I, well, I wish the- we had like the European type elections where it was like a runoff and that you, you sort of you can't come into office until at least 50 percent of the population votes for you mm-hmm. sort of, mm-hmm. until you get a majority of some vote. You know, and I, I think we just end up getting two seventy of five thirty. We always is. get people we're not super satisfied with because it's this first, it, it's this electoral college math is very specific, and you find candidates that that game it, and, and we just. But well, that's gonna, one thing we can all agree on. Both parties thing. hate their candidates. Why, why? Why do we let districts get redrawn within different terms? So, like, Republicans have stacked districts where they draw sure. lines that, well, like, literally go, like, around both, the city. Both sides are guilty. Uh, ag- uh, yeah, agreed. once the Democrats get in power, but they like, do the same thing. But I, like, I think that's a, a local government thing, and it's Republicans fix, are really good at it. We're, getting way, we're getting way too detailed on yeah. this. But this, like, is, but this was a huge thing. But I don't think you, you can't fix it because uh, when you're, you're go never going to get a man in office populist to, vote to give away his power. Versus electoral <laughs> college. And for for them to draw districts that basically go around literally square footage of cities in such a weird way that divides almost a city or a county. Right. That so makes can, no sense. So to redraw districts is is uh, against the de- democratic policy, if you if really. Yeah. So can I go go back to something you said in there? So you raised global warming somewhere. Yeah. There. So. Is the reason Leonardo that Leonardo DiCaprio? Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> what? Yep, Leo. <laughs> Boobs. Boobs. <laughs> Here we go. Okay. If I can quote great American thinker Leonardo DiCaprio, we have a problem with the Earth. <laughs> so where I was going to go with that was so um, now that we have Donald Trump, who I think 
He's a denier. Doesn't believe yeah. that nope. this is going on. So glo- global warming doesn't. Is that why the sink in our bathroom just runs water all the time now? <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Is so that not a it's getting so warm? Like, yeah. So, is that, so let me let me so let me just care. be clear. Like, let me be clear. Dish. We opened a ticket. <laughs> with IBM the building, is all over this with the building <laughs> to fix the sink eight days ago. I, I do. I is do have some true? thoughts. Is, that, is, is what you just said true? Yes. It's They're as good as IBM. Three months later, <laughs> I do have the some thoughts. The amount of water we've with... wasted in the eight days that that shit is fucking. I run. will say this for the merchandise <sighs> mart: they take a week to fix something, but at least a guy who seems to be paying a living wage and raises a family comes yes. in yes. and solves it. And he's got a tool belt on too. Yeah, IBM takes twice as long. And you get this guy out of India, you, you know, which, you know, God love him. I'm, I'm, I'm sure he's trying to provide for his family and all that. But it, it's like it, at least the merchandise mart is, is paying their staff competently. To yes. play the flip side, we do need a union man to come in and change light bulbs. We do so. need that. That is one hundred percent true. Nobody in this room fucking mentioned the fact that we've changed our fucking Shh, clocks don't. every fucking yeah. time change. Ever. I didn't do it. Or, I didn't do it. Or perhaps a light bulb. So I do have some thoughts, though. I mean, <laughs> like, the, the American system no, is like a is like never. a giant frigate, and it takes a while to turn that ship around. So, like, there's only so much damage that can be done. I say that now, and I'm flash-forwarding to what's He is the, the most but, unstable president right. we've this ever This is true, had, but though. this is, to yeah. ba- back to Steve's point, is that we have these systems. We have a differentiation between local politics, state politics, uh, county by county. We have all this hierarchy all the way up to the, the federal government. We have the Senate and we have the <clears throat> House of Representatives. All of these things should be checks and balances. But this is why, like, this is a point that I made to you guys jokingly earlier that one of the great things that might happen about a Donald Trump presidency is that we might begin to realize, holy fuck, how much power we've given the presidency. In why do we years. give and this even one for, asshole, right, whoever he is, so much power? Right. And even for things that we might agree with when someone like Obama takes a, an action on like immigration, he t- makes an executive order or he does something in the EPA <laughs> and he pushes the envelope such a to do a very good. No, I don't think so. To do a very think, thing uh, to do a, a thing we all agree with. You know, I mean, all of a sudden those legal precedents are set now. And it's in my opinion, I said I described it this way. It's a one way ratchet where this power only kind of goes up in one way. Um, and then nobody ever sees power, as Sean said, like now Trump inherits all of that. And that's kind of the danger when you get someone unstable in, in the office. But hopefully all these checks and balances. And it, lend, and it lends itself to short term thinking. Right. Which is a very big problem. We don't have a 50 year plan. We have a four year plan, mm-hmm. which oh, is thank you, sir. tremendously destructive to any kind of progress. Right. Well, if you look back at, um, <clears throat> and I haven't done it in the recent presidencies, but if you look back at the Clinton presidency and prior, um, there's a pretty consistent track record of a president coming into office, looking at what was being implemented and what was going on, and completing the prior regime's plan Guantanamo Bay in a in a <laughs> reasonable effort towards what the intent was and then working to implement their plans so the first 2 years are spent closing out what the last president was trying to do and starting the process of implementing what the new president wants to do and in the second 2 years 
of that first term, they're getting their legs and they're moving towards th this government doesn't it, we're a big country we are we have a lot of bureaucracy and legacy to carry every time this happens right and that's traditionally what has gone on for the last probably the pendulum 50 plus years is this process of saying this is I can't stop this, and frankly, it's generally a good idea. Yes, you know, bipartisan bullshit out of the window. Let's just look at it and say it got shaped into the best possible position it could be at this stage. So let's just carry on, deliver that, and move towards the next thing. And it's all degrees of the right and left approach to things, right? And, you know, th this is the pragmatist in me coming out going, the right is wrong and the left, frankly, is wrong. And that's why I am a centrist. I am a left-leaning centrist. That's who I am. Mm -hmm. I'm, not a, I'm not, you know, an idiot here. I know who I am. And you guys will disagree with my position, but that's who I am. Yeah. Right. And and I think that's what happens with the presidential world. And whether it's right or wrong, that's what happens. The furthest right guy you get becomes a centrist by the time he's two, three years into a presidential term. Well, I and vice versa. I, I think it depends on the context. I think Bush was a centrist up until 9-11. Then I think he shifted very right. But I, I think all things being equal, I agree with that. Yeah. yeah because you have to compromise. I think if a national tragedy happens, though, the public it, can coalesce under you, and you, you might drift more to your— And you get pushed by, yeah. by that public opinion and more so by those closest yeah. to you and the side that you're and, on. And right? Bush became left when the economic collapse yep. happened. You, you know, right. so, that, you know, the— Tragedies might push you in a different direction. Yeah. Agreed. Like his um, first but, piece but of I do agree that was... you're going to move a little bit. Because at the end of the day, these people are all, say what you will about any of them, they are all narcissists that are hyper-concerned with their legacy. Yeah. And they want to yeah. pass legislation. Yeah. And, and you're not going to pass legislation. At the unless, best, they're egotists. At, you know. Yeah. <laughs> None of them want to be like, like, you know, it's funny Like Calvin Coolidge was supposedly the most humble person that ever worked. And all he ever did was veto shit. Never introduced anything of his own. You know, like, have you ever heard of the Coolidge effect? No, he, no. he was considered very. There's stories about how unassuming he was. Like a lady went up to him once and said, uh, my date says I can't uh, bet me. You know, he was president, in, I think, 1918. My date bet me $20, which back then was a lot. I can't get you to say more than three words. And he goes, you lose. <laughs> um, but the Coolidge effect is uh, he just he just never talked. He, he never gave a shit. And, but there's an actual – I'm getting off on a total tangent here. <laughs> there's a sex effect yeah. called the Coolidge effect. Mm. Huh. Where So he was touring uh, a chicken coop. Mm. And where is this going? Uh, Here we go. Anyways, ready. You're ready. I, I, have, I go do on. apologize for this tangent, but it's a good story. Land the plane, yeah. John. <laughs> Mrs. Coolidge, first lady's there. The farmer, uh, she sees them all having sex. And he goes, oh, yeah, a rooster will have uh, sex uh, 
90 times a day, ma'am. And she goes, oh, tell that to Mrs. Coolidge. (laughs) (laughs) Or tell that to Mr. Mr. Coolidge. Coolidge, And then Mr. Coolidge sees it separately, and he goes, what, Jesus, they're having a lot of sex. And he goes, oh, yeah. He goes, "Uh, yeah, Rooster, whenever he sees a new female, he just immediately has sex. He goes, oh, tell that to Mrs. Coolidge. (laughs) (laughs) So the Coolidge effect is a psychological effect where you have sex more often when you're in the early stages of a relationship. Huh. Exhibit new, renewed sexual interest if introduced to new receptive sexual partners. So, anyways, he's the only non psychopath in U.S. prison. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> that's where I was going with that to land the plane, John. Thank you. <laughs> Put a fine point on it. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of landing okay. the plane naked, <laughs> I know. <laughs> Thank you, Dan. Great segue. Let's oh, carry great. on. I don't know this. What is this? Uh, hey, Sully. This I, I, is a good story. Let's, I, let's talk about this. I did this see was a, a report somewhere that uh, there was a, what, was it British Airways? Yes, it was a BA Virgin? pilot. Yeah, okay. <laughs> BA pilot, um, you know, he got all loaded up with his, his porn was all set up, and he dropped his trousers, and um, <laughs> yeah. Did you guys see this picture? Wait, wait, yes. I saw this picture. I don't know, like. How are you so addicted to porn that you can't keep it in your pants at work? No, I mean, come on, like, come, come on, on, Matt. I, I am totally with you, Whoa. but you got to look at this guy going. This is a 10-hour some, flight. Somebody, his buddies put him up to this, right? Somebody went. That's true. To take a have picture you ever, of it. Have yeah. you ever, like, what's You're, the worst thing you've ever done in the cockpit? <laughs> And they got drunk I'll and they show were talking you. about I'll it. I'll show you. <laughs> and this guy went, I will trump all so, of So, like, would it be possible to, like, masturbate when you're <laughs> flying a plane? I like, can prove it. Oh, this, this is great. I've got, uh, I've got an article that talks about it, and the way right, they describe it is great. A man was arrested for allegedly threatening to kill passengers, including a toddler, on a flight and stripping off his clothes inside the cabin, causing the plane to make an emergency landing. Uh, the crew be- branded him a problem passenger because he was acting aggressively and demanded alcohol before the plane oh, took so off. Oh, so it wasn't the pilot? Who <laughs> no, did no, no, uh, no, no, no. About 60 to 90 minutes into the flight. Well, these, these are this two is different. Two different stories. stories. Well, these are two this different is an stories. amazing story. Oh, okay. well. Yeah, this is even better. I just love this guy threatening the This guy must have seen that photo. Like, I'm going to do child. that. <laughs> I'm sorry. I can, I can do better. I so can this guy, a passenger, broke into the cabin or into oh, the cockpit and did this? Okay. What am I looking for then? What's well, you're, you're no that a what BA you found pilot. is great. It, it's it's a different story than so um, so the, the British Airways pilot. British Airways pilot. There's was, a photo of it too. It's was pretty funny. In the cockpit, and decided, as Dan said, I mean, <clears throat> and he was wearing stockings. He was wearing like fishnet stockings or something. Oh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you haven't found it. <laughs> and was literally pleasuring himself. <laughs> In the cockpit during a flight, during a flight. Oh man! Oh yeah, that'd be the overhead announcement. And, like, but but the beauty. We've reached your oh. So, so the, <laughs> Sean, Sean, the beauty of this to me was not that he was caught doing this and would be yeah. would be fired for doing this. The beauty of it is they might suspend him. Because he clearly didn't have his seatbelt on. Yeah, yeah, that that's was part, that's, that's the part. They look. We see in the photo. Jesus you know, we, we saw Christ. that uh, there's no seatbelt going over your dick. So uh, <laughs> you're clear. You're not following normal pro. He has his feet up on the. I know. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, like, 
and they suspend him for wearing stockings. <laughs> There's belts. no way he's sober. By the way. Oh, There's no, no way no. he's sober doing all this. I, you know, doesn't this just prove we don't even need pilots? Like these things are basically drones already. I mean, <laughs> yeah. What are they? What are we paying them for? No, yeah, we, we don't, don't want, want pilots. That's true. We don't want <laughs> them. We don't need them. Just really goes to say, my, my my theory is when I fly British Airways, I don't care what they say to me. They can say, Mister John. Go fuck yourself, as long as it's in a British accent. Yeah, I don't yeah, care. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it sounds polite. Uh, Mr. John, I'm masturbating in the cockpit right now. I don't care. Yeah, good good for you. Good, good yeah. for you. Carry on. This guy sounds classy. <laughs> oh. oh, that's hilarious. So, so I, I should ask. Oh, these um, pictures are too much. I, I had last week a... I did not participate, and so I listened to the podcast, and what did I hear... I heard the best. I'm sorry. Well, about I that. heard a couple of things. I'm but, sorry. But I loved that, Dion. You actually thought we had a bit of a breakthrough. Th- those were your words. Oh, really? What was this? We had a breakthrough. What did I do? And we were going to be making progress. And how do you feel this week? <laughs> this conversation is going to need another beer. I'm pouring a beer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Looks like a tall boy. What do we have any transformation stories from this week, or is oh yeah, a transformation, a breakthrough on transformation? Yeah, breakthrough. Yes, yeah, I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah. Not no, as a country. No, we haven't. I had <clears throat> we had a call. I had seven tickets raised by myself. We had a call. Three were rejected as being duplicates because. I have no idea. You have the same name. That's right. That's right. You still still got four out there. I've been asked this question before. (laughs) In 1984, (laughs) somebody asked me something very similar. (laughs) So I'm going to close this. There's uh, still four out there. We're still over 50%. You know, to to, uh, IBM's credit, yeah, they they jumped on it uh, in a relatively quick manner. But... um, yeah, they then proceeded to close several incidents, uh, saying they were duplicate when they were clearly not, and um, we're 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 still in deep. But shit. have any of them? So today, some somebody raised this. Today, uh, they said that have those tickets now been escalated? So you opened a ticket, and it went through some process. Some were closed, and some were probably escalated to a queue that John is responsible for. The question is, yes. did any of those original seven get escalated back to you to resolve? Because that the, the, that's the meta of meta in the IBM space, right? Well, they don't do anything. They just say, I don't know, Dan might be able to do this. I, <laughs> Well, none, none have come back to me directly. Oh, okay. I do have one that has come back. Once. To, Once to confirm that it is done, you you opened oh, okay. a DNS request that came through back into your own fucking resolver group, and you had to answer <laughs> your own fucking ticket. And I said, "What the <laughs> fuck is happening?" That's here? pretty amazing. Long story short, I, exactly. I love that. IBM's amazing. We got a guy who did great <laughs> for this question. You know what? That's, a, that's that a good question. What I'm going to do is I'm, I'm going to have you ask yourself that. <laughs> Did you see if you if you have you wondered you about this? Really think about it. this. I'm going to, I'm going to I what I want you to do is think about whether you can solve that. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to escalate that back to you. You know, I'm escalating that back to you. Teach a man to fish. I don't, you <laughs> think about yeah. if you really need that. Yes. So I think at the end of the day, no, 
there has not been a breakthrough. Is that what I'm hearing? Oh, I mean, <laughs> IVF is so funny. There's a collective sigh, and no. I I did get the opportunity to review yet another ticket that. So so last month, I was given the opportunity to review the ticket that took five months to resolve. I did not give it very high marks. <laughs> <laughs> if if the you know if the question was how much higher could you have rated this incident, the answer would have been none, okay. none more high, none more high, <laughs> none um, more high. So I, I I got the opportunity to to review yet another one that you know, you know although but much better, it only took a month to resolve. <laughs> I still speed of business. Still could not uh, rate it any higher than none more high. So, so um, yeah, uh, when when something only should take uh, you know a matter of minutes, maybe hours to resolve, and it takes weeks, you, you don't get any better th- from me. And nor should you. And nor I should. I mean, that's you. inexcusable. You know. Um, I got I got <laughs> yeah. essentially an email on Saturday afternoon which said listen we have a call with the head guy of this whole transformation process the at head IBM. guy the guy at, at the higher than IBM the company at that our runs, company yes okay that said he specifically wants examples with ticket numbers for a call on Monday of things that aren't going through for our network or whatever, 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 this whatever. Is two days ago. Was Literally call. Saturday afternoon, in, I got a call from, sm- I got okay. an email slash IM from Teresa okay. saying, Oopsie. Is going to be on a call Monday and he wants information. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you assemble it, I imagine. I take a night to assemble my thoughts. Yeah. And while I'm setting my fantasy football roster, (laughs) I put together an email with literally more examples than she ever fucking would ever ask for in existence of DNS, LAN, WAN. Did you prioritize them at least so they could know these are the most egregious ones? So I basically was like, listen. I, I get where you're coming from. I know what you're asking for. I know the things you want to present. Here they are. Here are the other things that I think are important that you may want to recognize and mention in your call. What had happened was I sent this off to her. She sent it to someone else. He then presented in a call and long story short, who knows if anybody ever got anything I ever sent. You should just send it to him. I think you should. I, I think you should be like, I sent this. I don't know if it reached you. I just wanted you to see this. And I, I, I will say this. I, I gained a little bit of respect for him in that call in that he seemed to like hearing about this. The respect I, I honestly that, think the you respect should send that it he to him. gained was the fact that he said, my boss's boss thinks we may actually go to court over some of this shit. So I am not going to get upset in this call, but no, we are unhappy. Yeah. 
But I would say if you that don't, was, if, that was if like you huge. don't think that information reached him, yeah, and you think he should see it, I would argue you should just send it to him. Uh, Why not? I mean, what do you have to lose? My job. <laughs> you think that guy's gonna come oh, down? Come on, and fire Dion. Over, Wait, you're worried you know, about this job? Oh yeah. shit! And then <laughs> somebody has totally grabbed you by the. Let's just be clear. My boss has told me you need to go to that other company like three or four times. Subtly I, I in numerous podcasts, it where it's like, I think you should go there. I, I think he I would think respond. I honestly think you know if, if he responded, he would be if like, you're Thank tired you of shit in your face. Is it that subtle? Should I think I, you should, should I, go there. Should I if you're tired of it? shit in your face, I shit, think you shit in the face has come back. Thank you very much. <laughs> I mean, you can shat all you want, but it's <laughs> still my face. face. Yeah, it's still my face. Well, I, I, I think you should send him that email if you don't feel it reached him. I really believe that. And, and I, I think he would appreciate it. I honestly believe that. I was told it was are mentioned we, we and shared. And, yeah, yeah I... He doesn't know if his email uh, got to him. So I got Or if it was the, intercepted by his handlers. He's email like, like, you know, from Teresa. Like George W. at the end. Where you don't know if it's... In the bubble. Said, yeah, he's in a give bubble. Us the list he doesn't of know how to answer a phone. you feel don't, aren't getting <laughs> answered. And I said, here's... I. What's Here's milk? Seventy four dollars. Here's the biggest list you've ever seen in your life. It's the biggest list you've ever seen in your life. And I'm not sure. It Hi, my name's Dean. I've been getting <laughs> shit in the face for about four years straight. I don't know if we've met. Emily, Sorry? edit, edit, edit. Oh, I did say your full it's, name. Yeah, <laughs> you just said our CIOs. I think Emily's a hell of a gal, and this should be included in the podcast. <laughs> Dion, D I O N. <laughs> you should you use guys. a moniker. You this guys is are all trying time. to get me fired. He wants me to leave. You're mentioning my name on the podcast. You're like, get the fuck out of here. This one's telling me she so, tells me what to do every day. So there is, so there is progress. We <laughs> <laughs> made progress this week. You don't want me to go, or you want my job? No, no, no. You want my job? Dion, if it makes because you feel happy, you go, I have no desire She's got to do job. your job. <laughs> yeah. yeah, nobody wants your job, Dion. Nobody wants shit yeah. in the face. Nobody, we're, wants, we're nobody wants shit in the face. We are face. two mics short. You know, somebody's got to go. <laughs> <laughs> so, here's the thing. Oh, God. I By the way, tonight. I asked that question <laughs> of Sean today. Tonight. Is it time we need two more mics? That that seems to be what I'm hearing here. We need two more mics. The kids want to talk. We'll get two more. So anyway, uh, uh, quick note. Yes. Uh, Sean, your show was uh, today. Uh, it mentioned? Yeah, mentioned in our. Promoted. Yeah, if we promoted. have any listeners in New York, my Blackout Diary show is going to be launching in New York. Uh, I did not negotiate the first show, uh, so I wasn't happy with this 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 stage time, but it is what it is. It's Monday at 10 p.m. in Brooklyn at the Union Hall, which is but a great venue. Anyway, uh, that email had 10 links, 10 click points oh, on it all right cool. your two links were you got two links well yeah one to his bio one to his show oh so every other link was like one two one two one Both two and then got down me. to yours 25 25 all right so people want to so see it's the most click doing ads for us huh <laughs> it's the most click the link it's clicks <laughs> do me a favor i'm the click master <laughs> do me a favor in your shows, you should start doing like promotional bits. We're at YIT, guys. Check out my podcast. Okay, guys, now we're going to break for five minutes. I'm going to do a trend report. <laughs> okay. That might have been a bit too honest. We're going to talk okay. about vaginas yeah, and this renewal. This is the year of grabbing the pussy. <laughs> Super hot right now. Super in. Super. <laughs> 
Millennials Super love it. Super in. <laughs> My apologies to all the ladies oh, out there. Sorry. <laughs> really sorry. Anyway, it, it's funny to see like all the links, and then you're oh, you good. got the I'm you glad to hear that. by far like forty times the clicks awesome. that everybody else did. I'll so that's great. Out a way to introduce myself to the New York office. I want to see the New York office. I haven't been there. And my brother, I can't wait. My brother, who has been on Conan, just opened up a, a restaurant right? well, in Times Square. God, we all gotta go that there. Celebs go to, so I'm gonna go there one night. Sweet. Too. My brother. No, is you can, but you can sit in our boss's chair because he's gonna be here. Damn, oh really? I, oh, I'll yeah, do that. We need to go. Like I'm the new guy. Oh shit! The closer they brought in, gonna <laughs> <laughs> make IBM work. Is that why you've been dressing up lately? You are manager <laughs> of 125 people in New York. I am. A, so I, am a I, I love team. that. So, yeah. so thank you for bringing that. I think you guys talked about we that last week. We did talk about week. that last we did, week. Yeah. And, and I did have one other thing that I that I heard you guys talk about last week. I just want to – the quote of the week oh, last week no. was Shit. from somebody who shall remain nameless, Nobody. Dion. And Nobody. the quote of the week, I think I've been pretty humble. <laughs> <laughs> As a sober dude Dion's listening to this, conversational starters was are amazing. Like, <laughs> the, way the way he chooses to interrupt you, it's so amazing. The man who claims I have never farted. Yeah, they're always, like, Dion never starts with, have I ever told you? It's always, like, one of the most interesting sentences or the most, the most untrue sentences you've ever heard in your life. I'm pretty yeah. sure I'm pretty humble this week. <laughs> That's all I need you to know. I From mean, my I, judgment yeah, perspective, I am extremely humble. I think it's it's <laughs> time for a game. Yeah. Was that Trump or D? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a good head on my shoulders. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Dion, I've farted five times on this podcast. Grab him by the pussy. <laughs> Grab him by the pussy. <laughs> <laughs> I've never farted. <laughs> I love Who that. Who was it? Who said it? <laughs> the admins farted. love me. I know more I, than I, the admins. I could see Trump saying that somehow in the middle of a debate, you know. You've never heard me fart versus yeah. driven by the pussy. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Thanks, My guys. farts are immaculate, let me tell you. <laughs> they don't Best. stink. It's huge. Oh, Jesus. Thanks, so uh, what? Were, uh, I don't know. What were we talking about earlier, know. Ross? You you asked a question, and Give I was going to tell a story, and don't there break was, any there was don't break <laughs> any glasses. I don't have anything breakable near me except this laptop and this. Cell phone. <laughs> <laughs> what, what were we talking about at lunch? Um, Sean. Yeah, Sean had. A, oh yeah, déjà vu in Serbia. No, go on. Sure. Well, that's not that interesting. We were I talking mean, about something. My hatred of Hillary? You no. do hate no, Hillary. No, yeah. no, I remember what we were talking about. We were talking about these gates. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. So we got these gates in room and... and Heavy metal. Yeah, and... and the, the, After some months I'm here, I just realized that we have some gates in the room. Sorry. I, you, but did you know what they where they were? No, but I just realized... They are there, although I always sit in front of them. Can you they, describe them for they, the listeners? So what, what are they? Like? <laughs> Thank you, Gab. You're welcome. They are metal fences, very nice ones, but it looks like decoration. 
So for me, it was so, just so, a decoration. So they were, uh, they, apparently they're, they're a legacy thing. So they were in one of our offices, and, and when the remodel happened. What year? Whoever was, I, year? I don't know. 80s? It might have been before that, but 70s? it was probably <laughs> 80s. When they were remodeling, they, they distributed these gates to the field offices and, you know. <laughs> New York we don't office. want them, but you store them yeah. and hold New them. New York office says they're too ugly for New York, but we should send them because they're historic and they're, to and, other places. And frankly, they're, they're beautiful. They're it's not beautiful iron. Ugly. Yeah. They're, yeah, they're yeah, yeah. very nice. In no way do do any of us think they're ugly. We actually love having them in our room. Dion's <laughs> no, had sex with them. Dion is until they break our ping these pong gates table. and ways at least I'm sorry. you wouldn't don't think be possible <laughs> not bring a black light iron. in this room <laughs> do not bring a black light in this room <laughs> oh, i mean there are crevices in here <laughs> they they look sharper than they are <laughs> she has no idea just keep going Elisa. yeah yeah go ahead they're pretty right they're pretty they're 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 pretty. So I don't know why I brought this up. But <laughs> no, because, because why Ross, did you try, Steve? <laughs> Ross hey Ross, said, what did you have hey, to say? You didn't realize Dion was going to say he wanted to fuck the gates. <laughs> I believe I believe what, what, what we were trying to get to was Sean might have a story because at one point at one point there Ross? was talk about throwing these things out so... and, and getting rid of them. And wait no, wait wait you you're forgetting a huge part of the story of these gates. So not only have these gates been in our speakeasy, the room that we've done every meeting for the past six years, but these gates have destroyed a ping pong table, which yep. had to go in the garbage. But they've sit and Thanks, here sir. for many years. Ross comes in and goes, what the fuck are these gates doing here? I could totally do what? No, that was Sean. But why did you bring up the gates? <laughs> All right, oh so I think God. this is where Steve was trying to go. Thank you. <laughs> this, this is what Steve was trying to do. Before we realized you were romantically in love with the gate. But, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Don't get rid of my fucking gates, you asshole. Anyhow, I was saying if we want to, like, because like, this would fetch a pretty price, I feel like. This yeah. is high-quality yeah. metal. It's heavy. It looks nice. And I was saying, I know a guy who runs a scrapyard oh, right. that would pay yeah. good money for this. And I met this guy. I do a show called The Blackout Diaries. Well, hold on, I'm sorry to interrupt, but you said we should sell these and go drinking. I, a I, that's say, a lot yeah, of beer right I, there. I, when I say I know a guy, I, it, it, it's a way to extend the bar tab. <laughs> okay, I apologize for interrupting. At all times, Please but continue. yes, that is true. I said we should sell these, and I, I stand by that. We should sell these and go out drinking because I think we could probably get high. We probably get, you know, six. Uh, we could at least get. $50, $60 worth of beer 50, right there. $50, $60, yeah. Anyhow, you think sixty bucks for these gates? Oh, I, I think you'd get close to a thousand. Yeah, oh my over. god, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, that I, beer amount, yeah, yeah. we're in. So anyhow, however, anyway, this guy, however, so I, I do a show called The Blackout Diaries, which is a show John was talking about. It's coming to New York. Normal people tell true drinking stories. This guy shows up one day. And he's Did like, we plug that good enough? Was that a good enough? He plug? goes, "Do I'm you have sure to be enough. a comic?" And I'm like, "No, in fact, we don't want comics." He goes, "Okay, I find metal and I I pay good money for it." <laughs> Does it have to be a drinking story? And I'm like, I just want this guy to tell a story. <laughs> and, and like, I go, no. This <laughs> so point, he gets up there. He's in. like, so it's uh, 1972. I do oh, pot shit. for the first time. Here we go. I'm, I'm, I'm 10. 10? And uh, I start freaking out. My neighbor gives it to me. And uh, I think I'm going to die. And, uh, y y you know, um, 
long story short, and he tells the story for 10 minutes hilarious. I'm going to do like a minute version for the podcast. He's like, long story short, I go in. I, I knock on a neighbor's house. It's an old man. He fights me off. He thinks I'm a mugger. I tell him I'm dying. I've done pot. I'm dying. <laughs> I, need, I need an ambulance. He calls an ambulance. I go in. And uh, the doctor sees me for a bit. And then he, he goes and he comes back and he goes, uh, you're very, very lucky. You should be dead right now. <laughs> you have a sh- an extreme allergy to marijuana and all drugs and alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> and you should be dead. <clears throat> so flash forward 20 years, my mom dies. I haven't done anything since then. And my older brother, we're all telling stories, and he turns to my dad and goes, hey, remember a time when you paid that doctor $20 to tell Chuck he's allergic to all drugs? And he just fucking did it? <laughs> so his dad just paid this doctor 20 bucks to come up with a... And he never did drugs since. You're allergic? Yeah, he goes, anyways, I drink pretty hard now. <laughs> It was it was the greatest story, yeah. And like you, that would never happen now. Like no doctor would ever do that. I feel in 2016. Uh, that's awesome. That's, oh, that's yeah. a great story. It might cost more than 20 bucks. Yeah, but maybe you just got to get that. Yeah. Obamacare will cover it. Don't worry. Yeah. That's true. You got to do it. You got three more months for you to do that. That's great. So that's the guy that's gonna hook us up. And that's a guy. If we need to sell this and go out drinking, I got a guy. Well, we have, I, I believe someone's name is literally on the gates. Uh, yeah, I know it's claimed, so we'll it see what happens. It is absolutely claimed right there yeah, on the yeah, gate. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm, I would miss them. They're, they're a part of this room. If you want to take the gates out of this room, they you are. have to pay. Yeah, I don't think they're going to go anywhere anytime soon. No, I, but I, don't, I, actually, so. I don't know if they could necessarily fit out the door. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. They'll fit out the easily. door. Oh, oh yeah. They? Okay. Yeah. I'll get them in my box. I'll get them out of that door. Dion, <laughs> Dion, Dion give them the Camaro. Yeah, I'll get them that fucking window. <laughs> <laughs> those dad's got mind. a serious set of tools. <laughs> I can fix it. Tools. Yeah. I know Spicoli over here is going to take care of it. Um, John, did you have some vendor scum before? I do. I have a couple good ones. Go ahead, Dion. Yeah. No, before segue. scum, and before we conclude, I just wanted to bring up that when I was watching the iPhone ad for the balloons, I totally thought of Cleveland. Oh, the balloon disaster. You fucking told me about (laughs) the balloon disaster. On a podcast, probably about a year ago, but the whole Cleveland balloon killed three people. They killed three people. Yeah, I'm sitting there watching uh, it going. Vintage Cleveland story. They're like, okay, times are bad. All our sports teams suck. Our river caught on fire. What do we do? We go, world record balloon. (laughs) Balloon let off. (laughs) So they let off like 9 million balloons. This is fucking Goes right into the lake. Somehow overturns two boats. <laughs> what? <laughs> like, the, like the balloons displaced boats. Like, like, like there were so many balloon. Like, like the air displacement and three people drowned. <laughs> yeah. it, it went and it like apparently it went. Funny. They went all up in the air and then it went straight into the lake. And you just see these. It was like a Simpsons episode. You just see these boats overturned. <laughs> like it happened within like thirty seconds of the dis- of the like releasing it into the air. You know, it, it's so. 
Cleveland would always do shit like that. Like, okay, we got. That's got to be something we can look up. That's Googleable. Uh, uh, Nineteen eighty-six sure balloon fest. Yeah, <laughs> I will share it. It'll <laughs> be on our. Yeah, Twitter. I think three people died when boats were were uh, overturned from and balloons. I, so I see this video, which I think is so it's it's actually a beautiful Apple video where like balloons go into the city and then they appear in somebody's text message. And it's like, oh, happy birthday. And my daughter's like, happy birthday. And we send one to my wife and, and we're all super happy about sending this this balloon thing. And meanwhile, my brain goes. I remember this. Releasing balloons into an entire fucking city that was a really bad thing. Killed somebody. <laughs> and then one. I Google and I remember our podcast and I'm like, holy fuck. Yeah. <laughs> and I wanted to bring that up today. That's all. It's <laughs> pretty yep. much where I'm at right now. So, 86. Yeah. yeah. It was fucking awesome. Nice. Yeah. All right. So, well, Vendor Scum. Yeah, vendor Scum. So, on. all right. Back to Vendor Scum. Sorry. One of my favorites from last week. I love when <laughs> vendors are honest. And they give me options, multiple choice. <laughs> so, John, hope you're well. I've been trying to get a hold of you. To better understand where to go from here, let me know what fits best. A, sure, let's talk with possible dates and times. B, now isn't a good time, but happy to hear from you in six months. C, Geo, you're kind and persistent, but stop contacting me. <laughs> Fuck off. D, other. And she says, in... Quotes, express yourself. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> that's awesome. How yeah, should yeah, we funny. respond to yeah, yeah. D? How express would we like <laughs> to respond to that one? Yeah. Haiku? I don't know. Oh, yeah. So, this is. Yes, that's your job, Gavin. There once was a bit of haiku for that one. I'm in. <laughs> exactly. So. We'll have to figure out a way to express ourselves. Oh, we were going to play a game. So yes. So we have uh, a new thing that we can do. We get voicemails, right? And the voicemails come in. Oh, we should totally play the game. You got it ready? (laughs) They're all good. All right. Um, So voicemail happens, but the service now actually tries to transcribe them into something that might be what they said. Yeah. So. I thought it would be a good idea. You play this for the group, and we will all listen to this. No. Yeah. Read it. He's got to read it. Well, I will afterwards. And then yeah, play yeah. it. No, all you right. got to read, maybe, read maybe, what the transcript is maybe. because it's completely horseshit. <laughs> I was thinking the other way around. Is. Did Let, Watson do Let's this? play it first. Let's play it first, I think, right? All right. All right. All right. Here it all right. I, wanted, I wanted John to read it. We will. Hey, John, Scott, FK, uh, getting back to you on that raid out of Baltimore going to uh, Pontoon Beach, Illinois. Uh, give me a call when you can. Pontoon oh, I I Beach, Illinois? That. I think I got that. Okay, thing. okay. Got it? Money. Okay. All right. Let's hear it. So, Sean? Not, well, I, I'm not going to remember the names, but giving you a call on that raid out of here, going to Pontoon or something there. Pontoon Bay. Pontoon yeah. Bay. Give Let's me go. a call when you get a chance, and he says his phone number. So it's a raid server, I believe. I have no idea. I don't but, think so. But I, it's not a raid <laughs> server. Oh, well, then maybe I, 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 I think this is actually a wrong number, but still, it's good. Oh, well, yeah. ra- yeah, well, well, I think we all know what a raid server is. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I think that's what he's calling about. Uh, I think that's what he's calling about. Yeah. But, but the point is... Pontoon Bay, yeah, raid. Which we have. N- I've never heard that. I've never heard of pontoon. pontoon. Calling about the raid uh, in Pontoon Bay yeah. about what does the transcription service? Okay, here it goes. Hey, John Scott, I think I uh, again backfield not read out a fault, and we're going to Pontoon Beach, Illinois. 
Uh oh, give me a call. Uh-oh. Give me a call. Medicare seven two zero two zero four five four four four. Thank. That sounds like the Uh-oh. world is fucking ending. And he's <laughs> uh, so Uh-oh. John. Anyways, I'm dying. Uh-oh. Medicare. Uh-oh. Medicare. Uh-oh. And that's how Trump Uh-oh. gets elected. Yeah. Uh-oh. I mean, like that sounds like a, like it might be his last phone call. Like the transcriptions from a nine one one tape before you're murdered. Uh oh, Medicare. Uh oh. Uh oh, he's in the office. Uh oh, he looks hard. Uh oh, the call came from inside Uh-oh. the house. Uh oh, Pontoon Bay. Last exit strategy. So, Wish- oh, so, so I, I, I love this. Um, I do too. And I don't think, I don't think I totally. I mean, uh, thank you, Sean, for like throwing it out there and trying to think that you knew what this yeah, was yeah, about. Yeah. But this is for. If anyone knows anyone's voicemail, vo- you know, phone number, whatever, call in, leave a voicemail, yeah. and let's see if let's see yeah. what the transcription service can do. <laughs> if you don't know, and, and perhaps we need to come up with a number that we can just oh yeah publish that people can call in and leave us a voicemail. That would be good. But I- I'm desperate to see if this can go anywhere. So I think it could be good. I'm going to do that. <laughs> Call yeah, us yeah, yeah. and leave a decent voicemail, yeah. and let's see what the transcription service can do. So You want me to put mine out there? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> not. You know, I ne- never listen to it anyway, so it's fine. <laughs> no. My work we, one. We will, we will come up with a good Worldwide IT Guys phone number for this purpose. But in the meantime, there are listeners out there who know us and know our phone numbers, and they can call us and leave things. So is this our office phone that does this, or is it our cell yeah. phones? Okay, There's no them. way Microsoft's voice translation is up to stuff. Like, Google's sucks, and they've been doing it for years. So you know Microsoft's just fucking sucks. You know, you know? we're looking at, at translation services, yeah. and, and the, the companies. All of them, granted, they're selling their services, right? So th- they have manual trans mm-hmm. or uh, translation companies that do this. All of the translation services are saying that the machine translation sucks. Yeah, now, they're selling their their wares. Mm-hmm. I get that, but I do think they suck. Yeah. So think about that when you are talking to Siri, or oh yeah, or. Mm-hmm. Hey Google or whatever Google now or whatever Google's what is, what is Google? Hello Google. Hey Google. Well, have you ever just okay, turned Google. on Google? Okay Google. Thank uh, you. Like, like just turn uh, on Google's cold closed captionings that are auto generated. They're so wrong, and yeah, that's English yeah. to English. Yeah. English I, to English. They so can't think even do. It. I am currently at constant odds with Alexa. Alexa. Sorry. I'm sorry. She cannot comprehend between deck and back. No. It's your Chicago accent. <laughs> yeah. You gotta do gangway. Gangway. I said deck, not back, bitch. Get it right. But, but frankly, it's not easy, is no, the point. It, no, it's, yeah. Amazon's doing it. Google's doing it. Microsoft's doing it. They're uh, Apple's doing yeah. it. They're all these big companies with a fair amount of resources to throw at it, and they're struggling. They're still struggling well, he, with it. Humans actually can't do it, except for... We do it all through we contextually. Have, we have context. Yeah, 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 exactly. And it's like they're not there yet with their AI. And it's like, you know, it's funny. I have a son uh, who's autistic, so he struggles with context. And, and you see that, that context is everything. Like if you don't have context, 
you're you're awash in an yep. ocean they're of, just of possible meanings yep you know and it, it's very very difficult without unless you just speak so articulately but it's fun it so is. yeah 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 <laughs> i hope we that more. one was great that one was amazing that, that, was that wasn't very anywhere good. even I, I don't think he got but that's the beauty right. of that is we have no idea like we think we know what he might be talking about but we still don't know yeah, yeah. because it was such a wrong number thing yeah, it was great. It was perfect. Absolutely. Hopefully, get more. So he just sent. What, what's great about that is he sent a raid server somewhere, and never contacted the guy that actually owns it. <laughs> he probably um, works for IBM. Good luck. Good luck, pal. So, so does anybody have anything that we've missed on this? Because we should wind up here. Yep. I'm done. I I'm done. Good. I, I'm I will spent. say I survived. The Cubs losing and, and Trump winning on this podcast. So. I, I, well, I mean, we, we, we've been pretty Cleveland. Cleveland. We've been pretty. Anybody yeah. has had Indians losing a worse yeah. or excuse me, week. The Indians losing. Yeah, <laughs> it is definitely Sean. Oh yeah, we've had a bad week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cleveland but, loss, yeah. Trump win is like just stake through the heart. We all lost. Yeah. I, I think. Uh, Do you know what's interesting? So my wife had a friend not who end depressingly. Come on. Well, no, no, on. but I will say this. My, my, and I don't know if this is depressing or not, but it my, is. my wife had a friend who passed away. Uh, my, my son got expelled from school. And Jesus you know Christ. what's funny? Every week we're like, well, puts it in perspective from the previous <laughs> night. You know, so it starts with the Indians losing. Well, your friend died, puts it in perspective. <laughs> oh, Colin God, gets ejected. Like, well, puts it in perspective. Sean. You know? And then Trump wins. And I really feel like I'm at the end of, unless a meteorite hits the earth. Yeah, exactly. I'm at the end of, this is puts it. it in perspective. Everything is I, uphill from here, home, right? Yeah, exactly. I've yeah. reached my homeostasis. I know what I need to do now. There's no, there's not another shoe that's dropping. I don't know. So if you live anywhere near the city of Chicago, uh, Oak Park, run. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> your your wife on Facebook. She had a meltdown. They, Just Lake but is not that big. The, <laughs> the the downfall of her Facebook. Like, yeah. Just socialism. Like it was just it was like oh my god, it was bad. Then it was not so good. Then it was like, oh my god. And then it was like, holy shit. And then it was like, I'm so sorry for her. And then I was like, I want to cry. Whoa. Whoa. Your wife. Your wife did this. Yeah. To me. I, was, I was there, man. I was one thirty in the morning. I, was there. I lived it. One thirty yeah. in the morning. Yeah. Your wife's still on Facebook going. Yeah, she couldn't sleep. What am yet. I even gonna tell my daughter? What? Yeah. What? 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 What do I do? Puts it like, all in perspective. Oh, <laughs> but, to be, but to be fair, oh I thought your post yesterday. Yeah. yeah. Was it yesterday? Yeah, yeah, yeah. With Trump. Yeah. About, <clears throat> about yeah. you know, hey, you know what? If she wins, I can tell my daughter anything can mm -hmm. happen. And if he wins, no. I can tell my you sons. Being a dick about insane your sons. assholes no, can but win too. But your <laughs> boys are <laughs> dicks. <laughs> Your Whoa. boys are dicks. One of wow. them is. One wow. of them is. Wow. And he can now I be president. I think your sons are awesome. I just <laughs> yeah. want to go on record. No, but sure. like, it, it's <laughs> weird. It, it's, it's, Shut up. It's an odd example. You called his sons dicks. A certain, I did. A certain kind of person can become president now that yeah. we never thought could. They've made their, he their broke sister a different think glass that ceiling. penis jokes make her he more attractive. A very different glass ceiling. At what age? Four? Yeah, exactly. So. Can, can we not refer to it as a ceiling? Can we refer to it as a, I don't know. A basement? Yeah. He fell through. Yeah. 
there was a there was a glass trap door somewhere that he broke and through. Sexism. Yeah, that was. This is not a movement up. Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll end it on puts it all in perspective. Puts it all in perspective. <laughs> Ending it on grab her by the pussy. Uh, no, no, Dan. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you very much for listening. Puts it all in perspective. We've been in the worldwide IT guys. That's you our president. Just... What? I'm just quoting our president. I, what I, are you talking about? <laughs> would you like to throw a boobs in there too, just just boobs. for good measure? Grab um, the pussy. <laughs> thank you, Elisa, for staying. Ah. <laughs> 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 uh. We are the Worldwide IT Guys. Thank you for very, for, uh, thank you very much for listening. Uh, Worldwide IT Guys on Twitter, on Instagram, and WWIT Guys on the web. And uh, Dion, you did a horrible job with this. I think you went <laughs> at the end of last podcast. So hopefully I covered a little better, only slightly. He was rushed to his train. <laughs> there's Instagram. There's Twitter. Hey, you left in the middle of the podcast I did. last week. Last I there is WorldWideITGuys.com. <laughs> if you can't get that shit by now, then fuck you. <laughs> Have a nice day. Because we never want but new we, listeners. We still love you. We do. Because we, we never Thank want you. new oh, listeners. Please buy a t-shirt. Please. <laughs> oh, my God. Buy a t-shirt. Thanks, Leo. Appreciate you. Bye. Yeah. Buy a t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. You know, we had a moment there. We were we were there. We were learning about, about life and yeah, acceptance. You know, it was about two minutes. <laughs> There's of, a reality. Burn it down. Burn it all Burn fucking this down. Burn down. Fuck all y'all. <laughs> Fuck all yo. <sighs> Thanks for telling your uh, your uh, ironworks dude yeah, I, I, story. I thought that worked well. I thought that uh, it is. Yeah, a, yeah. I, I love that story. It's one of the best stories we've had at Black Hat Diaries. <laughs> Pretty good. Uh, and he never touched.